Hello and welcome to the Takalate podcast, the podcast where we discuss how to navigate life as a Christian teen through a teen's perspective. I'm joined today with my awesome co-host Tatum Clark. And I'm joined with my co-host Erin Jimerson. <laughs> Hello Tatum. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> Just getting over motion sickness. Oh yeah, Before. let's elaborate on that. Like why are you motion sick? Oh my goodness. So today at work I collected leaves with a co-worker and we went to, back to the lab and <laughs> we were looking underneath a microscope and looking for different types of bugs that were on the leaves. Very fancy. And you're just kind of like moving the leaf back and forth and you're sitting still. And we did that for like two hours and I just like felt super sick Dang. by the end. Well, that's like a really long time though. Yeah, it was just like, I think it's mostly the motion because you're trying to go quick. So like the faster you go, like the more sick you feel, even though you want to go quick. Right. So gotcha. it's like, that's hard. Yeah. I felt so sick. Like, it almost felt like I was going to throw up. Like, <laughs> what kind bad. of, like, bugs were you looking at? So, we were looking for pretty much any kind of bug, but we mostly saw, like, aphids or the spider mite. Okay. Nice. Like, the most On common. the hops. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Fancy. Little... So, that's what happened today for me. What about you? I took a practice SAT test for three hours the collapse <laughs> i know it's going crazy <laughs> well that's cool yeah it's fine <laughs> the yeah it's okay <laughs> i wish i didn't have to take the sat not gonna lie but mm-hmm. it's kind of important for college college so <laughs> yeah it's hard because with rcc that we do classical conversations it's a completely different way of thinking than, like, standardized testing. Yeah. And so it's a super hard transition it from, really like, everything has to be one answer, otherwise you're wrong, to having yeah. an open discussion, and it's okay to have, like, right or wrong answers. And, yeah. Like, we literally never have tests where, like, right. we have right and wrong. We always write, like, an essay or, like, explain your answer. Right. It's always more of, like, opinion or perspective <laughs> type yeah. thing and, like, talking through it. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty interesting. I feel like it helps prepare you for life really well, but doesn't help you prepare for SAT <laughs> Yeah. So, that's been kind of difficult, but mm-hmm. it'll be good. I'm excited. Taking my SAT in, like, September, so. Nice. But, yeah, um... So, dude, I'm actually super excited for our Takalate segment today. So, I kind of just want to, like, jump right (laughs) into that. This, you guys, is our technically (laughs) first ever sponsored Takalate. Give a hand for the (laughs) Takalate podcast. Oh, yeah. So, big shout out to Caleb Knapp and his family. He sent us some pretty awesome tea that his family actually has a company of. So... Their tea company is called Piper and Leaf. Highly recommend you guys check them out. They are super fancy. Like, I'm, like, (laughs) so impressed. This bag is, like, the cutest thing I have ever seen. And, yeah, it's his siblings, and they put together this um, tea company and sent us a flavor called Piper Mint Blues. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to try this out. Um, Should we read what's inside? Yeah. Give some context. Yeah, so there's a bunch of natural flavors and ingredients in this. And let's see. There's only okay, there's only one, two, three, four, five, six ingredients, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. That's 
And they're all like natural. Yeah, so there's spearmint, blueberries, ginger, blackberries, butterfly, pea, flowers, and peppermint. So I'm really excited for this combo. It's very fancy. It's like smelling up the room and smell right and literally you guys it's called the flavor is called piper mint blues and the the tea is literally blue very blue i've never <laughs> seen such blue tea and it's i'm like super interested to try this yeah. but yeah if you guys want to check them out go follow them on piper and leaf at piper and leaf on instagram Ooh. it smells very minty very blue Ooh, dude i'm a fan this is so good okay this tastes like something it tastes familiar. It tastes okay, like almost sort of like peppermint, but then also like a spearmint. Yeah. This is actually yeah. super good. This is so good. Wait, are our colors different? Or maybe it's just the cup? I think it's just the cup. <laughs> Mine's all stained from coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. All right. Hmm. Guys, I would highly recommend this flavor. Um, yeah, if you guys are like a, yeah, if you guys are a fan of peppermint, like... Peppermint is one of my favorite, like, teas. Like, that's mm-hmm. always a go-to tea. Like, this is, like, super good. Dude, you know what this reminds me of? Hmm. Christmas time. Like, yeah. I can just picture this, like... But then it's also summery, too, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I can just, like, picture myself sitting by the tree, like, drinking this tea. That's true. Like, or no sitting by the palm tree, drinking this iced tea. Okay, but, okay, there's literally dried blueberries in this tea. That's, mm-hmm. like, so cool. And, like, really pretty little flowers. Yeah. And the tea bags are, like, quality. Like, they're right. not, like, Winco brand No, tea it's like bags. a silk little pouch thing. Yeah. It's, like, super fancy. I wonder if they, like, sew them. I don't know. That's so cool. Okay. Well, the hippies would go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We're going nuts. <laughs> Wait, would you call yourself a hippie? Okay. Hot take. I felt like a hippie. Are you morning. a hippie or a hipster? People call me both, so I don't really know. Because this morning, I really felt like a hippie because, like, my hair was, like, greasy and, like, (laughs) I was, like, joking about using, like, patchouli oil. Is that how you say it? I have no idea what you're talking about. It's, like, the super hippie smell. Oh. Essential oils? (laughs) There's, like, weed and then there's, like, patchouli. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) like, they smell completely different, but you smell it and you think hippie. (laughs) Okay. It's, like, hippie festival tie-dye. So, if you've walked in, Eugene, you've smelled it. Um, if you walked into, like, an incense store, you've smelled it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're a hipsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we are. We're hipsties. I kind of like that, actually. Yeah. It's kind of cute. Hipsties. It's our new brand. <laughs> <laughs> the hipsties. The hippie hipsties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what is hippie about us that we do? Um, I feel like maybe I'm, like the natural part. But I feel like that's hipster too. That's true. Is oh, this is interesting. Is a hipster more of like a modern hippie? Ooh, I don't know. You guys, let us know. That's a good question. Because okay, I feel like because hippies, hipsters are very techy. Like that's yeah. iPads, iPhones, like Max. Very Apple. Yeah, I feel like very mm-hmm. coffee. Coffee is not hippie. I feel like yeah. I feel like hippies is like more tea maybe. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the difference between hippie, hipster, and hip? Hip is, like, cool, like, with it. But hipsters, hipsters are hip, I feel like. Yeah. You know what else is pretty hip? What's hip? This tea is hip. And I mm-hmm. think that we need to come up with a with a scale Yeah. for this tea. Oh, I got it. Okay. On a scale from sunscreen. Okay. 
My favorite thing. To, <laughs> yeah, your best friend, <laughs> your other best friend. Um, to sugar cookies. What do you rate Whoa, this coffee? Wait a second. Okay, here's We my, need to come up. Okay, let, let me see your reasoning behind okay, this. Okay, so my reasoning is sunscreen is a very summer item. Like you this tea it, could be. Yeah. In an ice option. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking, like, sugar cookies are very holiday-esque. Like, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Which could also be like this tea. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So yeah. do I have to choose one season over the other? Or can I wear sunscreen in the winter? You can. Because you can get burnt from the that's snow. That's true. That is very true. And I do. <laughs> and that's Personal a common experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, so it was sunscreen to sugar cookies? Yes. Um, I'm going to have to say some sort of like, like an iced, shaved ice type thing, okay, with blue, blue dye on okay. it or whatever it's called. It's so like some blue raspberry flavor, okay? So super good, super flavorful, mm-hmm. but you could have it in both seasons, but you can make it in both seasons for sure. Okay. Because you make shaved ice with, like, ice and it's winter. <laughs> <laughs> I see your reasoning behind that. But you could also have it in the summer because you can buy ice and then shave it. Yes. So. Or you could just buy it pre-shaved. Yeah. Pre-dyed. <laughs> <laughs> or just make this tea. So. Yes. You guys, go check out Piper and Leaf. You guys need to do this. It is super good. It is actually super good. Um, so yeah, thanks. thank you, Caleb, again so much for sending this to us. Okay, dude, well, I thoroughly enjoyed that Taco Latte segment. And you know what we just did over that Taco Latte segment? What? We bonded. <gasps> we we bonded over a nice cup of tea. And giggles. That is true. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, you guys. And you know what we just did? We laughed with each other, and we are friends. And that is why we're going to be talking about... Whoa! Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> wow. Goals right there. That was the most beautiful transition. That was the most beautiful and the cheesiest. Oh, ever. for sure. But you know, that's what good friends do. They be cheesy together and then just <laughs> laugh about the cheese curds. So, anyways, we're going to be talking about friendship today. Mm-hmm. So, Tatum, this was actually your podcast choice. So yes. Can you dive into why you decided to talk about friendship? Yes. So I have been reading through the Old Testament, and I just finished 2 Samuel. Nice. And I was kind of like, at the end of it, I was kind of like, whoa, what did I just read? Like, a ton of people, like, killed each other and all this stuff. And I was just thinking, like, what's my main takeaway from this? Mm. And the main takeaway that I got is the friendship of Jonathan and David. Right, And just how, like, crazy crazy their friendship was um so do you want to elaborate on why it was crazy yeah so um Saul is Jonathan's dad Mm -hmm. and Saul um hunted down David because David was anointed king Hmm. but Saul was king and Saul was king also so he was jealous so he hunted him down for Mm -hmm. like years and years um and David had to hide out and all this stuff and Jonathan stuck by David's side during all this mm. and tried to protect him from Saul. Um, it just shows, like, how sacrificial he was in just saving a friend. Like, he wanted to, like, he would literally lay down his life for mm. his friend. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, that kind of, like, inspired the topic to um, 
today. Right. So we're going to talk about, like, all aspects of friendship, good, bad. Right, right. What biblical friendship looks like and what, like, a worldly friendship. Right, right. Because, like, God created all of us to have friends. Mm -hmm. Like, people were made to be in community with each other, Mm -hmm. um, to just go through life together. That's why he has the model of the family and then friends and then relationship with him. And so I think understanding what a good friendship is is super, super important so that we can honor God through that and so that we can just be fulfilled in that way. So, yeah, I think what we should dive into is just kind of, you mentioned this a little bit just now, but, like, what exactly friendships look like in the Bible? Yes. And, like, what the Bible says about all of that. Yeah, so I already mentioned Saul, or not Saul, Jonathan and David's friendship, and I'm going to read 1 Samuel 18, 1 through 4. As soon as he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of his robe that was on him and gave it to David in his armor and even his sword and his bow and his belt. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's so crazy just to think about like you loving a friend like more than yourself mm-hmm. or like more than anything mm-hmm. um, on the earth. Right, which is such a good example of, like, what Jesus did for us. Mm-hmm. Because if God loved himself more than he loved us, he wouldn't have died for us. Right. He would have tried to protect himself. So I think that this is definitely an excellent example of a good friendship because, or just a really, really strong friendship. Yeah. So yeah, just that model of such a selfless friendship, which I think is key in a super, super strong friendship. Yeah. Yeah, so that brings us to Proverbs 18:24. And it says, "One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother." And in this verse it's talking about Jesus and he will always be with us mm-hmm. and we can always rely on him. And really, like being a good friend means sticking closer than a brother like Jesus did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Right, like even through difficult things and through good things as well. Just like always being there for the other person. Yeah. And you will have friends that fail you because like we're all humans. Right. But like to be a good friend, you need to stick close. So just like this verse says, sticking closer than a brother like Jesus did. Like family is like your friends that you're born with, right? Yeah. But there is a good friend, Jesus, who sticks even closer than that. Yeah. And that's the ultimate model of friendship that we should strive to be for others mm-hmm. and then also strive to um, just cultivate that friendship. Um, but yeah, I think something that the Bible also kind of mentions just about choosing friends is who you are choosing to invest your time and your friendships mm-hmm. into. Like, you cannot be friends with every single person. Right. And I think that's something that we tend to think, oh, but I could be friends with all these people, or, like, I want everyone to like me, or whatever. But um, not everybody is going to be able to be a close friend right. to you. And so I think this is a good reminder um, in Proverbs 22, uh, 24 through 25. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered. Or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. So I think there's there's a balance between 
being there for people but then also not investing super super close friendships yeah into people that are gonna hurt you mm-hmm. in the long term um so there's just lots of wisdom around this topic of friendship that's demonstrated especially in proverbs um but just asking yourself like is this person that i'm spending time with helping me draw closer to the lord or mm-hmm. potentially drawing me farther like harming you right yeah. Right, so that phrase of, like, get yourself ensnared with things of either, like, the world or just not drawing closer to God like you could be. Um, so that, I think, I think is definitely an important truth that the Bible mentions. Mm-hmm. And if you have a healthy biblical friendship, then you are mirroring what Jesus is to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have, like another friend who's really close to you it's like what the bible verse says like iron sharpens iron like you guys will both grow and it's not just like one-sided like one friend's really invested and the other one isn't Mm -hmm. like you guys both need or (laughs) not you guys but like both you need to right like both friends need to be invested otherwise like one will become more invested and then it just gets all messed up right right and that can lead to like toxic friendships and lots of different things yeah so just being aware of that, and we'll get into this more later, but you're not always going to be able to be super close with everybody. Mm-hmm. And there are some times when friends are just there for a season, and yeah. that's okay too. Um, but I think something that is always important to remember is just going back to the Bible and seeing what exactly the Bible talks about for friendships so that you can strive for that. Yeah. So that leads us really nicely into our next section, and we just wanted to talk about what the world says about mm-hmm. friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hit us with our first point? Yes. So a common thing that the world or social media or people who don't believe in God are kind of always feeling this pressure of is that you have to have a ton of friends. And that's something that's yeah. very evident through social media. They're not actually your friends. It's like air quote <laughs> friends. Yeah. Right. It's like it's all about numbers and quantity like on Instagram oh, I have, like, 2,000 followers, like, I have so many friends, I'm so popular. But it's like, how many of those people do you actually know? How many of those people would you talk to about life things? Right. Um, And I think it can become this obsession of, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I only have, like, 20 followers on Instagram or, like, whatever that looks like. And it's okay to not have, like, a massive friend group. Honestly, (laughs) I think it's better to just have, like, a couple really, really close friends so that you can, like, confide in them actually. yeah and there are different there are definitely different people who are right. built differently right. um so my people, introverted self is like <laughs> i need a small group I'll of friends keep, yeah but. like you were saying like i'll stick with like a couple friends and some people like genuinely just have lots of friends right because they just like <laughs> i don't know how like they just like <laughs> Very lasso right. people in and like <laughs> have a really close relationship but that's not really how it is for me right yeah i like if i think about it this way like how many people do you want to tell when you get like a good grade on a score or you just bought a car or just got a job like those are your close friends and everyone else is just like extra blessings Mm -hmm. but like you aren't confiding in them and telling them like everything about your life right or like going to for advice or talking about relationship stuff right whatever that looks like going through like hard things Mm -hmm. um people that you can actually talk to about that kind of stuff yeah your close friends yeah and people that you feel comfortable to be around is a big part of it right exactly um i think another 
kind of lie that the media tends to portray about friendships is that it's it almost starts to treat people like things you can like buy and sell it's hmm. like you get a friend and then oh wait there's this cooler person i'm gonna stop being friends with this person and go be friends mm-hmm. with this person it's like a metaphorical like trading of friends and like buying and selling in a way yeah and it's it's like your friend doesn't have to be cool to want to be like you don't have to be right like, that's not the point of a friend the point of a friend is to like be there for each other and to talk about life and to help each other grow um so I think that's definitely a trap people can fall into mm-hmm. of just worrying about popularity or whatever that is I don't know you, do you see what I'm saying I see what you're saying yeah um if you are, like, trading friends, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that's not healthy. And right. when you actually have, like, a friend that you actually like and they like you, like, it will be hard to stick with them if you're in the habit of just, like, switching out friends right. constantly. Right. And it, as we said earlier, like, it takes time to grow a close friendship so you can't constantly be switching people out. <laughs> right, right. You have to have, like, a solid group. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. And, I mean, over time, like, as you get older, that group will, like, change. And that's yeah. just, like, normal. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid of that happening. Like, I know that sometimes I'm afraid of, like, oh, if I get too close to this person, they're, like, not going to want to be my friend anymore or whatever. Right. But if that's the case, you shouldn't be investing in their friendship in the first place. Like, true friends are going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, and that being said, it's also okay that over time, like, you guys are going to grow apart, potentially, based on, like, just moving or just different stages of life or interests or whatever that looks like. Um, but yeah, don't, don't buy into the, like, I need a new friend because my friend's not cool enough, like, type of Yeah, (laughs) that's not very healthy. Right. For a relationship. Right. Um. Yeah, another thing I want to talk about is, um, as me... (laughs) For me, as a three on the Enneagram, (laughs) I am the kind of person who likes to be liked. Right. Like, I find, like, value, I guess, is, Mm -hmm. like, my personality. I find value in, like, having a bunch of friends Mm -hmm. or, like, being the most popular or um, being able to perform in front of people. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) that's really not a healthy thing to have, just, like, wanting to accumulate, like, more and more friends. Right. Um... But yeah, that's just something that I have to work through mm-hmm. um, pretty much, pretty regularly, honestly. Mm, yeah. Like, just figuring out, like, who actually is my friend mm-hmm. and, like, who do I just know, you Right, know? like, more of an acquaintance. Yeah. Kind of like that building of numbers type friend right. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think because of the media and just the world's perspective on things, like, that's a total, like, normal... Yeah trap to fall into so if you guys are in that same boat or if you're in the same boat of me of like not wanting to be like too close to people because you're like afraid that they're not gonna want to be your friend anymore mm-hmm. like just remember that the bible points us to how we should have friends and how we should invest in other people yeah um and that is gonna what we're gonna talk about right mm-hmm. now is how to truly be a biblical friend Mm-hmm. And what you can look look for in other friends and see if they're being a biblical friend yeah. as well. So one of the, I guess, the main things in a relationship is realizing that the other friend that you have is also human. Like, right. they make mistakes. They aren't a perfect person, and there is no such thing as a perfect person. So 
Colossians 3.13 says, Bear each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Hmm. Um, And this verse is just reminding us that we're all people and we need to forgive when someone does something wrong against you. Mm -hmm. A good friend forgives easily and... That's an easier friend to have, too. Right. Somebody who's not holding grudges against you. Right. Yeah, it's hard to be a friend with someone who's, like, (laughs) mad at you all the time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Another thing that good friends do is guarding your tongue. I think, especially as girls, it's pretty easy (laughs) to just blab stuff or to, like, fall into the temptation to, like, gossip. But, like... If we just choose to think about what we're saying to our friends or to about our friends without when they're not there, that's going to help, like, protect the friendship so much. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're gossiping about your friends, yeah. it's not... And then she finds out about that, or he finds out about that. Like, that's not... Yeah. It's not gonna I mean, there's good. a reason the Bible says not to gossip. Right. Like, it's very destructive. Yeah, it destroys relationships because... It, like, it breaks like, down trust. Yeah, and you might have, like, a different view than somebody else on right. the issue. And then, like, they won't trust you because you... If they share something with you, they can't feel safe. Right, exactly. If or they won't want to turn talk around about stuff. And, yeah, like, if you just turn around and, like, blab everything to your other friend, like, that friend will feel, like, hurt and they yeah. won't want to confide in you anymore. Right, right. So that's definitely something that is an important reminder Um, I think another thing is, like, desiring to see, like, the fruits of the Spirit in your guys' like, friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, so, like, (laughs) love, Love, joy, joy, peace, peace, patience, kindness, kindness, goodness, goodness, faithfulness, faithfulness, gentleness, gentleness, self-control. Is that all of them? Oi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Some camp attitude for you. Oh, yeah. Do the little, like, song. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, striving to see those things come about Mm -hmm. in you guys' um, friendship. Yeah, another big part of being a friend is just sticking with them when they are going through hard times. Right, right. Um, when When a friend's going through a hard time, they might not be like the nicest to you mm-hmm. or they might not be like wanting to hang out with you all the time but you just need to be there for them mm-hmm. whether that's sending them like a loving text or like calling them or sending them something in the mail or giving them a social distance hug like <laughs> I don't know like whatever it is that brings them joy right like thinking of the five love languages right. um whatever brings them joy you just need to be there with them or give them something or Right. Let them know that you're there for them. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> which is what we mentioned, if you guys listened to our uh, last episode. Which, by the way, was a good episode, but the audio was terrible. Oh, my so goodness. we yeah. apologize for that. But The content was there. The content was key. The quality <laughs> was not. <Meh. laughs> right. Um But, yeah, we kind of mentioned that in our last episode of just, like, letting people know that you're there for them can really help them going through mm-hmm. things. Um... Another thing, we kind of mentioned this earlier, is just, like, iron sharpens iron. So, if somebody's, Mm. like, doing something that you think they shouldn't really be doing, like, let them know so that you guys can, like, both grow as people and, like, both draw closer to the Lord. It can be really hard, like, telling someone something that you, like, 
I guess, doesn't align with what the Bible says or what mm-hmm. God says. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you are protecting them from the world when you are telling them what what they are doing is wrong. Or just, right, right. just let them know that you don't necessarily agree with that and you can talk to them or they can talk to you. Um, but yeah, just be in communication with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very <laughs> tough situation to be in. Right. And then I think the most important thing in a Christian friendship is just making Jesus the focus. Yeah. So, like, praying with one another, praying for one another, um, talking about spiritual growth, um, reminding them that Jesus loves them, or whatever that looks like, just making making God the center of yeah, the relationship. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Erin, what do we do if we cannot keep a friendship? What happens if, like, everything keeps on just, like, cycling, like, you're cycling through friends, and you just can't find, like, one close one. Right. So, I think something that's just really important to remember is that, first and foremost, Jesus is, like, should be your best friend. Mm -hmm. Jesus should be the one that you're talking with and confiding in and looking to for advice and answers. Yeah. Um, that being said, Jesus also sees the desires of your heart. So, if it's the desire of your heart to have a super, super close friend pray about it like god's gonna see that and hear that and it might not come in the way that you're expecting but like god will answer that whether that's yes right now Mm -hmm. or yes in the future god will answer that um so i think first and foremost just look to jesus for the answers but that being said there are ways that we can try to pursue Mm -hmm. friendships and making close friends yeah definitely um So I think that one of the first things to keep in mind is just, like, it's okay to be the first one who reaches out. Like, I think sometimes we're like, oh, I don't think they're going to like me, so I'm not going to text them or try to hang out with them, but you don't know that. I mean, yeah, that's honestly Satan just trying to sneak in there and, like, trying to stop a godly friendship from growing. Right, right. Um, Yeah, and I think we talked about this on the other podcast, or on the other episode, but just... Um, thinking about that you are your hardest critic. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a friendship, like, you can see a lot of <laughs> your own flaws. And, I don't know, like, that's been something I've been thinking about. Like, you might see your own flaws, like, bigger than someone else sees mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you point them out more. Right. And really, like, like your friend will love you whoever, I don't know how to say or it. Or who like, you are. Right. So, another thing to keep in mind when you are trying to get a close friend is find someone who's godly and who loves the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, If you love the Lord but you are super close to a friend who maybe isn't a Christian, that's Mm -hmm. okay. But also, as Aaron said earlier, like, iron sharpens iron. And you need to have a close friend who loves the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Because... If the other friend, like, a a friend who isn't a believer just can creep in there and they can tell you things that maybe aren't necessarily the truth. Um, But if you have a godly friend, then you guys can, like, back each other up and speak truth into each other's lives. Right, and help each other grow. Um, Yeah, and I think when you're trying to pursue a new friendship, like... Try to find somebody, like you said, that has the same beliefs, but that also maybe has similar interests. Like, 
sometimes if you're trying to start a new friendship and you guys have zero things in common, it might be kind of hard. So just keep those kinds of things in mind as well. Like, God has created so many incredible different types of people. There is somebody else out there who is interested in the same Mm -hmm. things that you are. That doesn't need to be a thing for a friendship, but that can be a a good way to start a friendship. Um, So Tatum, what do you think, like you kind of mentioned this um, with your question of friends just kind of like cycling through. How do you, what would you say to somebody who maybe is going through a time where their friend is kind of like not really their friend anymore? Like they're kind of losing a friendship. Um, well, I think the biggest thing is to reach out to them and say that your friendship means something to me. Like, mm-hmm. I miss not hanging out, or I miss not getting your texts every day. Um, just say that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't leave stuff in the dark. That makes it really hard. Like, if you have emotions stored up and the right, other person right. doesn't know it. Right. Communication is key, you guys. <laughs> in any relationship. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, um... So, yeah, just reaching out and telling them that. Um, does that answer your question? <laughs> it does. Maybe. I think another thing to remember is, like, sometimes, as painful as it can be, there are, like, just friends for a season, and, like, you don't necessarily know why, and it can be super-duper hard, but, like, God's going to provide more friends in the future, mm-hmm. and so don't feel like if you're going through, like, air-quote friend breakup... that you're not gonna have any more friends like god sees that you want a friendship and he's going to provide that for you i think there's there's a phrase like there's friends for a reason friends for a season and friends for a lifetime so sometimes friends for a season friends for a reason but god sees you and he's your friend Mm -hmm. for a lifetime so god knows what friends you need in what season right exactly exactly like recently god brought this new friend into my life that I definitely needed for things that I've been going through and like I would have never been able to like find this friend like without God so just like trusting in him that he's going to provide can like just it can be crazy so Mm -hmm. just that act of faith that God is there for you and hears your prayers will go so far yeah so yeah are there any other things that you want to touch on for no I think just remembering that God should be the center of your friendship mm-hmm. and that um like you said like not to filter through friends but just to find the ones that you truly love mm-hmm. and want to spend time with is mm-hmm. really key in your life right and that are going to help you grow in your faith mm-hmm. right exactly awesome well I think this has been a really good discussion mm-hmm. I'm very glad that you decided to talk about friends yeah I think I think it's something that we all, like, desire to have, but don't really, like, talk about what a good friend is. So, hopefully we have spoke some truth into your guys' life and get some encouragement from this episode and Mm -hmm. just dive deeper into your friendships and invest in them, Mm -hmm. like all we talked about. Um, So, I hope you guys have an awesome week. Um, I hope you guys pursue some good friendships. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... Find out the friendships that you value and... Right. And become a good friend. Don't just expect that in return. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Until next time, I am Erin. And I'm Tatum. And this has been... The Talk A Latte Podcast. Oh, yeah.